0: Hello St. Louis, this is Tyreek Bays Bay. I'm here to give you a few details about STL Undrafted Clothing. STL Undrafted Clothing is a brand that represents St. Louis' history and culture through design. Our core shirt is a St. Louis certified tee that comes in a variety of colors that represents our abilities to overcome obstacles and achieve things that may seem impossible by remaining ourselves. You can follow us on Instagram for products and pictures of St. Louis, which also provides you with a link to our website for online shopping. Hi,
1: I'm Kendra Dean, the founder of VK Credit Repair. I've been in business for 15 years, and this is my purpose and my passion. Most of my clients are just regular people who think they cannot afford my services. I am here to really help educate you and give you knowledge. My motto is, if you know better, you will do better. You can find me on Instagram at Unlimited Credit 850 or my phone number 323-817-8403, where my motto is you make the first move, I'll make the next move. I will help you level up and change your livelihood. Once again, you can find me on Instagram, Unlimited Credit 850 or 323-817-8403. Do not be afraid of a free consultation.
2: City-to-city, state-to-state, worldwide, Derek King Sports is in the zone. This is it. What?
3: Look, city-to-city, state-to-state, worldwide, you're listening to In the Zone, and this is the network. Pam Alexander, aka D Living Legend, K-I-L, One L and kill, but kill, Still Kill. Joining me on our celebrity line is Derek King. He is the founder of Derek King Sports. And he is also a contributor at Cardinal at Cards Nation 24-7. Derek, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. I know you have been in the middle of a lot of controversy over the last few days tell me and tell some of our listeners how has the last 48 hours been for you
2: well i tell you first off palmer i want to thank you for having me on uh this is uh, really uh, appreciated it, to be able to be on this platform with you today and be able to talk about these things but uh Going forward with that, uh, it's been crazy. Uh, a lot of stuff's been changing fluidly by the minute, uh, almost, you know, uh, seems to be. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff that's changing on the NFL forefront uh, in St. Louis and a lot of stuff that uh, is coming down the pike. Uh, and so it's it's looking to be a very interesting next several months, for sure.
3: When you started writing your pieces and you, you, first, you know it, it was about the big red, and, and you made it you made it clear how you feel about the big red. Missing big red, I missed the big red, and and you want the big red to come back to St. Louis. Let, let's talk a little bit about that. Can you elaborate a little bit more about the possibility of the big red coming back?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, obviously, anybody that's been familiar with the subject they, they left at the end of the 1987 season from St. Louis to relocate to Phoenix um, and for somebody that uh, followed them all throughout their childhood until they obviously left they always held a special place in my heart um, you know, in St. Louis, Bill Bidwell, William Bidwell, he's made to be uh, quite the villain, villain uh, of the matter. But to be completely frank and to be completely honest, Bill Bidwell was not the was not the evil guy that they kind of made him out to be. Was he kind of a uh, just one of those type of people that got kind of caught up in the middle of it, with politics, and big city politics and stuff? Yes, yeah. uh, I think that he played his part. But uh, the real problem with that entire situation with the Big Red leaving in 1988, the end of 87, had more to do with St. Louis City politics and uh, the rift between then-Mayor Vince Schommel and uh, County Executive uh, McNary at the time. Uh, they were all on board with one another to keep the team, build the stadium out there where Verizon Amphitheater, Hollywood Amphitheater has changed all sorts of names out there, but they were going to build city art stadiums uh, right around that uh, location. It never got done because at the time, and now this has been, has been disputed by Shamal and McNary, uh, but McNary claims that Shamel was approached by you know, big money rollers that are in the, the politicking in St. Louis and said you better not allow that to happen and allow them to move out there, otherwise it's going to be the biggest political mistake of your career. At that point, they split ways and they couldn't get anything done and finally Mr. Bidwell washed his hands of it, walked away, and said I'm going to go someplace else. And that's unfortunately what ended up happening. That's how they ended up in Phoenix.
3: And then, you know, by by that happening too, if, if we start to trace our finger back, you know, that's that clearly is the city-county divide. You know, we, we're talking about 30 years. And that still affects the region to this day.
2: Yes, absolutely. The The city-county divide is a it, – it's been literally a cancer that has ate at the city, at the county, at the surrounding region, frankly, to be honest with the state, we even at the state level. Uh, it, it's one of those things to where if there. Had not been that rift there, uh, it's hard saying where St. Louis would be at this time. I mean, we're looking at population declines within the city. You know, now they're down to close to three hundred thousand population in the city. It's probably even looking like it's going to dip closer to even uh, two seventy five, two fifty over the next few years, and it's just rapidly declining. And there's no seems to be no quick fix to the matter. The populace in St. Louis County is increasing greatly. Businesses are going there, uh, money is going there, and it's until they can find a way, the city of St. Louis and the county, to get together and figure this rift out, there's, there's really going to be no future for St. Louis as far as even any kind of a major league sports town. They will lose everything eventually until they get this figured out.
3: Joining us on our celebrity line is Derek King of Derek King Sports, and he's wrote a lot of a lot of articles as of late, and has got got a lot of people stirred up in the market, and and even got the conversation reignited on social media, especially in St. Louis and in other parts of the country about the possibility of the NFL coming back. Um, Derek, can, can let's get into that because that's really why we got you on today. Uh, you you wrote some pieces, and I just I just thought a one where you wrote that the NFL will return to St. Louis. What, what made you? What made you come up with that byline?
2: Uh, basically, statistics. Uh, just looking at uh, money, statistically speaking, the region, the markets. Uh, We're not just talking about just St. Louis City. I think there's a lot of people who get lost in translation when it comes to that. They think that that's all it's linked to when when they're talking about the NFL coming back. Uh, The NFL views St. Louis as uh, uh, Benjamin Albright had said yesterday on several uh, interviews and even the day before that it is a breadbasket. You know, it is a great Market. It's a it's a top or top twenty five uh, TV market, uh, and it, in the if you look at the top thirty three television markets in the nation, it ranks at twenty one. It's the only market that does not have an NFL team in it. And if you're looking at it from that perspective, you can say, okay, well, you know, there's got to be some other variables there. True, St. Louis still has the dome. Albeit a little dilapidated, it needs some work. They still have the facilities out at Rams Park. They still have a lot of other options and opportunities. We came up with the stadium plan via the stadium task force with Dave Peacock and Bob Blitz. There is plenty of opportunity for the NFL to stay here. People have to understand they're mad at the Rams or mad at Crompey because they left. But it was a business decision. The NFL had to make money. They had to get back in that number two market. And the way they were going to make that happen only was Stan Cronkin's money because they were not going to get public money out there in California. And as a business person, you got to look at that uh, situation and you have to say to yourself, we've left that number two market open for 20 years. We're trying to grow our business. We have to get back there. Did they do it scrupulously? Yes. Do they, did they plan it? Yes, I think they planned it as early as 2008 when Georgia Pontier had passed away. I think that it was all set up. It was, it was, the deck was stacked. And I think that they knew exactly what they were going to do. Albeit, they did not want to leave the, the market of St. Louis behind. There's too much money here. It's a market that doesn't infringe on other markets. If you're looking at other potential viable NFL cities, We have San Antonio that's consistently talked about. Jerry Jones and Bob McNair have been fighting that for probably at least a decade. It's in a triad. It's just south of Dallas and just to the west of Houston. It's closer to Houston than Dallas. But it's just not going to happen, not with McNair and Jones down there. They've talked about Vegas for years. They're getting the Raiders now. They've talked about Portland. It's too close to Seattle. So, if you're looking at all of these variables and you're starting to put two and two together, and now with the news of the Chargers potentially uh, being in very serious financial straits uh, out in LA, anything could happen now. And it really shows where St. Louis is on the map.
3: Joining us on our celebrity line is Derek King of Derek King Sports, and you need to give him a follow on Twitter. He reignited the conversation about football, the NFL, coming back to St. Louis. You mentioned Benjamin Albright. He was on radio this week. Not only just him, but also Albert Breer. And again, I do attribute that to the stories that you have been putting out consistently because now people are watching in the market and paying attention. And then they use their resources and they can can, can contact Albert Burdick and can contact the Benjamin Albright. Uh, what, do you, what do you think about that? Because you're not being so much the go-to guy to not contact you, but you can tell other people are watching and paying attention to what you write.
2: Well, you know, I've been working on this NFL to St. Louis literally just about ever since the Rams had left. Um, it, it's been a, a passion of mine that I've, that I've really said to myself, even though I've personally relocated down to Springfield, Missouri, uh, do to work and things like that um, but you know it's one of those things where St. Louis is my home it's my hometown and I love it more than anything and I'm gonna do everything that I can to make it a better place and, and to do the right things uh, people uh, need to understand that and on the, the NFL forefront for me to help in some way shape or form like I said over the last two years uh, putting news out there talking about things articles uh, factual evidence numbers, just anything that I can get my hands on to look, and just by putting two and two together, and like you were talking about with the Big Red earlier, we're both you know huge fans from the former days uh, of the Big Red, I would love to see the, the Arizona Cardinals come back to St. Louis, and I would love to see an opportunity there. Now, that being said, they have a lease until 2036, but we all know how leases are in the NFL. They need about as much as the paper that they're printed on. So, they have a Super Bowl coming up in Phoenix in 2033, or 2023, 20, I should say. Uh, pardon me. And after that, anything's possible. Now, with the news, like I said, of the Chargers, and you have Albert Breer, and you have uh, Mr. Albright, that have been making uh, claims to that there, there's a very good possibility that this could happen if St. Louis comes together with a plan. Um, I, I think they're absolutely right. And I actually, to be honest with you, I think that they're even underestimating numbers slightly because I think that it's much, much closer than people really think. Derek,
3: you also have drawn the ire of a lot of fans who say, "The hell with football. I don't want to hear them about football. You also have drawn the ire of members of the media in St. Louis. How have you been able to... I take a lot of that criticism that has been thrown in your direction just for generating this conversation.
2: I always take uh, any criticism that I can have, uh, I always take it constructively. Um, you know, at least I try to. There are, there are some things that, that come out there and that are said that aren't appropriate and that are disrespectful. Um, and to be honest with you, with, with the everyday folk out there, I am with you 100%. Anybody that's out there that's listening to this, I am 100% behind you. I hate hate the NFL for what they did to St. Louis just as much as any of the rest of anybody else. But the fact of the matter is, this is business. You 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 can't take it that personal because at the end of the day, it's money. And they're running a business. They didn't want to leave St. Louis behind. There's a lot of owners that felt that way. Michael Bidwell being one of them. And, you know, that fact that, you know, he stood up for St. Louis, and he's still standing up for St. Louis for this day, doing charitable work within the city, um, and working towards that, there's no reason for people to be upset and for people to be mad. When I get called out on social media by big-name people, such as Bernie Nicholas, uh, he decided to call names and be uh, disrespectful and I could take that constructively it's not really a problem but when you want to kind of name other people and say that they don't uh that they're you know brainless or that they have no uh no scruples or that they have no uh just certain particular parameters of a, of a moral code then that really kind of uh, upsets me because there's people that were, are down here in Springfield that would travel three and a half hours up to St. Louis to watch Rams games and to go to OTAs and to go to spring training or or, uh, or uh, minicamp and to go to uh, you know all those events and they went and they spent their money and they did that and for people in St. Louis to have this grind – To attack other people to say, you should hate the NFL, and if you don't hate the NFL, then you're my enemy. That's wrong, and we got to get all on the same page here. And the fact of the matter is, St. Louis is an NFL city. It has been an NFL city, and it will be an NFL city again.
3: All right, Derek, thank you so much for joining us this
2: week. Really appreciate
3: uh, what you've been doing, stimulating the conversation. I'm obviously involved in the conversation, you know, because – I look at it like this too. You got the XFL, you got the American Football Alliance. They right around the corner, they got a major television deal with CBS. That's competition for the NFL, and they don't like competition. And that just that's just how it is. That's just life.
2: Yes, absolutely. The ML the NLS right now is being viewed as a very credible threat. Uh, and obviously we know about the MSL or MLS uh, forefront in St. Louis with the Taylors and Kavanaugh. Um, and obviously the XFL and the AAF. These are not being taken lightly by the NFL, especially the lawsuit that is going on right now in the NFL. It is being viewed very, very closely and very extraordinarily seriously by NFL officials. And, And this is where it comes back to, like I said, the NFL potentially coming back to St. Louis. If you were to ask me, I think the NFL is already in a room trying to figure out how they can settle this deal and potentially get back into the St. Louis market just by that stance alone.
3: All right, Derek, thank you so much for joining us. Tell the people the best way to keep up with
2: you. Best way to keep up with me is if you just go to Twitter and it's at uh, Derek King Sports. You could also go to www.derekingsports.com. You could also check me out there. You can check me out at Cards Nation 24-7. Uh, and just Feel free. Ask me questions. you got stuff that you're thinking about the NFL. Shoot shoot it to me. Hit me up. I'm always willing to talk to anybody about anything when it comes to sports. All
3: right. Thank you so much, Derek. We would definitely keep in touch and have you back on. Thank you.
2: Thank you, sir. I appreciate your time.
3: All right. That is Derek King from Derek King Sports. You can also... Catch him at Cars Nation 24-7. They got a great podcast with Danny Mack that's on it, so make sure you check that out. We're going city to city, state to state, worldwide. Well, we are in Springfield today. You're listening to In The Zone, and this is The Network.
1: I'm Kendra Dean, the founder of VK Credit Repair. I've been in business for 15 years and this is my purpose and my passion. Most of my clients are just regular people who think they cannot afford my services. I am here to really help educate you and give you knowledge. My motto is, if you know better, you will do better. You can find me on Instagram at Unlimited Credit 850 or my phone number 323-817-8403, where my motto is, you make the first move i'll make the next move i will help you level up and change your livelihood once again you can find me on instagram unlimited credit 850 or 323-817-8403 do not be afraid of a free consultation
0: hello st louis this is tyreek bae's i'm here to give you a few details about stl undrafted clothing STL and Draft Clothing is a brand that represents St. Louis history and culture through design. Our core shirt is a St. Louis certified tee that comes in a variety of colors. It represents our abilities to overcome obstacles and achieve things that may seem impossible while remaining ourselves. You can follow us on Instagram for products and pictures of St. Louis, which also provides you with a link to our website for online shopping.